United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Brian Harding is senior expert for Southeast Asia at the United States Institute of Peace. He tweets at I am Brian Harding. He's with me on Secretary Austin's trip to Southeast Asia last week and to talk about a new project that will be the focus of discussion on Tuesday, August 3, with Senator Leahy and several Vietnamese officials at the U.S. Institute of Peace. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Good morning. Good to be with you again. It's uh, it's it's uh, dispiriting that we're still dealing with the legacies of the Vietnam War. I mean, absolutely. It's almost 50 years past, but there's still a lot of work to do. I mean, the good news is that the United States has really come around and started to address these legacies of war. And really, Congress has been in the lead. As you mentioned, Senator Leahy will be with us at USIP tomorrow, and he's really been the driving force over the last several years, um, making sure that the United States is finally cleaning up Agent Orange and Da Nang and Bianhua, uh, making sure that the United States continues to address the challenge of unexploded ordinance. But it says a lot that when the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, made his first visit to Southeast Asia last week, he went to Vietnam and war legacies cooperation was at the centerpiece of it. Um, It included um, one major piece of unfinished business, which is after decades of Vietnamese cooperation to help identify missing U.S. remains, the United States is finally doing something to help Vietnam identify their missing from the war. And so we're very excited to be supporting that effort at the U.S. Institute of Peace and starting tomorrow with a discussion with uh, some senior Vietnamese officials, as well as Senator Leahy and the U.S. government. And what's the point of that event? Like, what's the what's the gist? Well, we want to make sure that the United States uh, public and the Vietnamese public know that this cooperation is happening. And, you know, there's often a lot of attention uh, to the strategic dynamics and the promise of a closer U.S.-Vietnam partnership as it relates to China and the South China Sea. But ultimately, the U.S.-Vietnam relationship, which has traveled an unbelievable arc over the last 50 years, uh, is built on on trust building and our shared history. And it's important that that people know that these issues are still alive. They matter to families. There's hundreds of thousands of families in Vietnam who still don't know where uh, their loved ones uh, spent their their, their last moments. Uh, So it's very important that the United States be engaged on this. And really, it's a shows just how far we've come that the Department of Defense and the Vietnamese military uh, are cooperating on what would have been very, very difficult issues uh, just pretty recently. Of course, uh, from the U.S. perspective, it's not all philanthropy and goodwill. There is strategic intent behind this uh, international bonhomie. Absolutely. Uh, and I think one of the U.S.-Vietnam re- relationship is is increasingly important. Um, and it goes both ways. Uh, so you know, Southeast Asia sits at the heart of competition between the United States and China in the Indo-Pacific. And I don't think there's any country in Southeast Asia who's leaning more into their relationship with the United States than Vietnam. It's important to note that we're starting at a very low base. Uh, trust is new. Uh, you're not seeing major U.S.-Vietnam military exercises. Uh, United Vietnam is not uh, you know, using... U.S. defense equipment at the levels that we would like to see. We know we're just getting started here. But at least from a strategic perspective, the United States and Vietnam have have an awful lot in common, and we're making progress uh, in developing that relationship. 
Brian, why is it in the interests of Vietnam to lean more into the relationship with the United States at the expense of China? So Vietnam and China share a border. Also worth noting that they fought a war on that border, both Vietnam's latest war, and there have been many wars, uh, was with China, a border skirmish in, in skirmish that killed thousands of people in, in 1979. Uh, you know, and also it's important to note the long arc of history here. Uh, China controlled Vietnam for about a thousand years, albeit 2,000 years ago, but for Vietnamese people, this is as if it were yesterday. And ultimately that that concern, that, that, that worry about the giant neighbor from the north means that Vietnam wants to balance. During the Cold War, that meant a closer relationship with the Soviet Union, despite the communist ties with Beijing. Uh, and right now, it means they want the United States, but not just the United States. They want the Europeans in, in there. There's an increasingly uh, important Vietnam-India relationship, Vietnam-China-Japan uh, relationship. So Vietnam's looking to bring the rest of us into the region to balance what they're concerned about on their northern border. Um, Brian, Secretary Austin also made a stop in the Philippines, and I wonder what you made of that and also the U.S. alliance with the Philippines and the problem of Duterte. Yeah, well, I mean, first thing I'd say is that it's very clear to the Pentagon that Southeast Asia is of increasing importance, again, because of competition with China. It's also worth saying Southeast Asia is 650 million people in a trillion dollar, three trillion dollar economy. It's a lot of reasons to care about Southeast Asia. Um, but for a lot of reasons, the administration's engagement with Southeast Asia uh, got off to a slow start. So Austin was the first cabinet uh, secretary to, to make a visit to the region, and he had a great trip. Um, part of that is because of where he traveled, also Singapore, uh, leaning into its relationship with the U.S., Vietnam, as we were talking about. And in the Philippines, where the United States has a treaty ally uh, and a mutual defense treaty, but uh, uh, certainly a difficult uh, uh, political leader in President Duterte to, to deal with, you also have a defense establishment that, that's looking to uh, build a closer relationship with the United States. He came away with uh, um, a commitment by President Duterte that we would not cancel the Visiting Forces Agreement, which really forms... Uh, the legal basis that allows for U.S.-Philippine defense cooperation ultimately would allow for the United States to defend the Philippines as we uh, are committed to do under the Mutual Defense Treaty. So Austin came away with a win by just keeping things stable. The U.S.-Philippines alliance has been on uh, thin ice since Duterte came in in 2016. And in a lot of ways, by having the Visiting Forces Agreement and the alliance still intact on paper, uh, more than five years later, is a win, and uh, Austin had a great visit there. Um, it seems he was a bit of a, a bit of a scout team for the vice president, who will be heading to the region in uh, August, I believe. Oh, we're in August. It is August. I we're can't there. believe it's August. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's fantastic. Um, I mean, no coincidence that she's also going to be visiting uh, Singapore and Vietnam. She's going to have a great visit. Um, you know, but I would say that you know, we need to. Certainly, these are interesting countries with a lot of promise, uh, but uh, Southeast Asia is bigger than this. Indonesia, fourth biggest country in the world, really the regional heavyweight. I mean, the country is really reeling from COVID right now, so it's difficult to make a, a plan. So it's good to see Austin and the vice president heading out to the region, but uh, Southeast Asia is a complicated place with lots of different countries. Thailand is another U.S. treaty ally. Malaysia is an important country. Indonesia uh, so hopefully we see more officials out there. I should also note that this week, Secretary Blinken will virtually be participating in five Southeast Asia-related summit meetings. 
Uh, hopefully we'll see him on the road there sometime soon. Uh, and hopefully we'll see President Biden out in the region in November for the East Asia Summit in Brunei. Mm. Well, I hope you have a terrific event tomorrow, Brian. It sounds really good. Terrific. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for joining me. Brian Harding is senior expert for Southeast Asia at the United States Institute of Peace. He tweets at I am Brian Harding. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.